Do, 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 do. Hey, this isn't Rob Springer. This is Brian Kilby. Just wanted to give you a heads up that this episode of Being Awesome features a little bit of technical difficulties. You'll notice a couple of uh, beeps and blurks and bloops uh, at, at, at points. And uh, Rob's pitch changes here and there. Not exactly certain what caused it, but uh, it's mostly fixed. But, you know. There you go. And now being awesome. This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Hey guys, it's Rob, and this is Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. This week in Awesome, holy crap, there is a new clear QTF Starscream. Everyone knows I love me some QTF toys, and this one is exclusive to Toys R Us. From what I understand, if you buy five QTF toys at, at, at Toys R Us in Japan during this promotion, you will get the clear Starscream. Now, usually I'm not that big of a big into clear uh, exclusives or what have you, but QTF gets a special uh, mention as in I seen that and I was like, ooh, ooh I want to get that, ooh, and I probably will never get it. Or if I will, probably some sleight of hand luck, but I'd like to get it. I love my QTFs. In fact, I'm waiting on an order from B Big Bad Toy Store to come in. I've got Red Alert and Sunstreaker. I've been waiting for them for about three days now. But whenever I order from uh, BBTS, I use the Super Saver shipping. So I'll probably have it by Friday. Um, also, this week in Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Every week I pick on myself for one. You know, I start sputtering words, whatever. This week's regular problem I have when I'm recording is all of a sudden I can't breathe enough and I start breathing super heavy while I'm recording. I don't know why my body hates me so much. But I think I need to take my body uh, out behind the building and beat the crap out of it. Like, get yourself in line, body. <laughs> anyway, BotCon's pre-registration went up. And with it, we can't, well, also went a lot of promotional art, uh, for the card art and box art for the toy set, the Tripredicus, uh, I'm sorry, just Predicus combiner team set. And you know what? It looks nice. It's really good art. I think it's Marcelo Martin, Martin, I can't never say anyone's name right. I think Marcelo did the art and he's a really good artist. And, uh, yeah, it looks great in the art. And you know, I wasn't too, when I first started seeing those toy reveals, you know, I like the Ravage and the other toys. I was like, well, ooh. But now that I'm seeing these completed images are showing up, it's not so bad. <clears throat> BotCon, of course, uh, taking place in April. And I was tempted to really go because, you know, it's in Kentucky, and that's like a six-hour drive. Unfortunately, it's also in April, which is like tax time. <laughs> and I'm kind of... Like, ooh, can't, shouldn't be taking out-of-town trips at tax time. Um, I'd really like to go, though. I haven't been to a BotCon since 2010. And, you know, last year, uh, it feels weird saying last year because it's just June. But last year, the 2015 con, 
You know, sure, just like everyone else, they kind of rubbed me a little negatively, too, by the way they kind of handled some things. But I'm over it because everyone's uh, human and people are allowed to make mistakes. And from what I can tell, they're trying harder this time. So with me, all is forgiving. I'm, other people may be still mad at them. I'm not. You know, I like I said, uh, these, these companies are human. And if people, their customers are happy, then I'll be it to them. I haven't been to a BotCon since 2010. Um, I'd like to go to another one, just that it seems like every single one's either too far away or at a really odd time for me, and that's kind of annoying, because I'd like to go to one again. Right now, I'm still not 100% sure if I can go to TFCon uh, in Chicago in fall. Um, it's a year away, so I can't make any concrete plans yet. It's just one of those things where I'm like, hmm, that's a, the one in 14, that was a pretty big trip. Should I really do that? You know, I got a lot of local cons I plan to go to this year. Of course, Jolana, it's coming up here in about a month and a half away. And, you know, there's Atlanta. I live in the Atlanta area. I live in uh, Fairburn. I live just outside of Palmetto, Georgia, like Fairburn entering Palmetto. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Georgia area, if you watch The Walking Dead, I live in, I live right outside of Woodbury. <laughs> um, that just kind of giving you guys a uh, pointer there. The Atlanta area has a ton of cons all year long. You know, I got Joe Lanta. There's uh, Anime Week in Atlanta. I might, I've never been to that. I'd like to check that out. There's a, a monster convention. I forget the name of it in October. Dragon Cons here every Labor Day. And I haven't been to Dragon Cons in like a decade. And I, you know, Dragon's for everyone, and I think I might try to give it another chance. Because, you know, I do like them. So there's other things to keep my interest. But it's I, I just can't make my mind up if I can do Chicago yet or not. I really want to. It's not the convention itself. It's the, uh, it's the trip and the time off and all that. So still debating on that one. That's not really that awesome of a thing to talk about, the realities of a cross-country trip. I mean, that's like, I think it took me 14 hours to get there in 14. That was pretty rough. Charlotte was great. That was like four hours away. I mean, I'm sure people from much further away were like, man, that was like 14 hours. You know, maybe I'll fly. I don't know. It's a year away. I got plenty of time to decide. Because, you know, I love going to conventions. But the whole road trip part's starting to kind of wear on me, I think. I don't know. Maybe this year for vacation, I'll just actually take a vacation instead of conventioning. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, what else did I want to talk about before I went to Q&A? You know, every week I kind of, well, not every week, but I talk about a little bit of something else I kind of like as well. And uh, video viewers, I'm holding the toy up here. Everyone knows I enjoy the core toy line. Has sort of just kind of, you know, I, I like 99.9% of my toy collecting is Transformer. But that's that's not a fair number. 99% of my toy collecting is Transformers, and the other percent is random stuff I like, like Star Wars and Godzilla and whatever. You know, I just kind of buy random toys with other stuff I like while I buy a metric butt-ton of Transformers. Well, Core, of course, falling into that. I really like G.I. Joe, and I buy a lot of G.I. Joe stuff. Core kind of falls into that, you know. So 
I'm having a whole lot of fun with the core lately. And they have these exosuit toys out. They've been out on shelves since some summer, uh, early fall here. I don't know about your listeners' areas. But they've been having these exosuit sets in the stores, one for the uh, core and one for the curse, which is their current set of villains. And I bought the curse's exosuit this past weekend, and it came with a figure of. The character's name is Troll, who I've been wanting to get a figure of. Uh, the weird thing with the core is their, uh, packing is almost, they have like single figure packs and then they have like these packs that have like three figures in them and like a minor vehicle, like a motorcycle or a little toy helicopter or something. And one of the figures will have like really limited articulation or whatever. And then they'll have these packs of vehicles or whatnot. Well, Troll, I've been wanting to get a figure of him, but he doesn't come into single packs. And I have a hard time buying the three packs because I'm like, there's always another one of the figures in the pack I'll already have. And I'm like, I don't really want another one of this guy. So a lot of times I'll wait because Core reuses her mold so much that I was figuring, you know, I'll just get Troll in a different color set when he packs up in a pack I don't have. But I saw him in these exosuits. I was like, you know what? I want a Troll. I want an exosuit. So I bought it. And the exosuits are totally... A hodgepodge of the curse one looks a lot like Gypsy Danger, kind of sorta. That's just pretty fun. <laughs> you know, like I said, the core they're they're inexpensive figures, and obviously the fact that you didn't pay a lot shows when you're playing around with the toy. But still, this is a pretty cool toy, and I think it's like seven bucks. I really like him. He's standing here next to um. Robots in the Sky is fractured, the deployer toy. And uh, my Optimus here, my Red Optimus in a Minicon set is right next to him. That's really cool. I want to get that side swiped that came in the way of the Optimus. I just haven't bought him yet. I should. I was going to buy him about two weeks ago. I went to Toys R Us. I'd gotten about every month, like, you know, being a rewards member, I get rewards points sent to me like a. Uh, $5 store credit, $10 store credit. It's really depending on what I bought. And I had $5 store credit there on my uh, thing. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go buy me that Sideswipe set. And I went in there and they had the, uh, it's across the room here, that Minicon 4-pack that I've been looking for. So I went ahead and just got that with my store credit and paid the remainder. But I really need that Sideswipe. These little Minicon packs with the armor are really cool. It's a lot of fun. I want more stuff like that. And talking, where's my phone? I, I had my, oh, here it is. <laughs> it's on the microphone, Jace. I For video viewers, you can see behind me, there's some bookshelves with some disarray on them. And then, of course, some stacked up toy boxes and containers full of more Transformers than a sane person should have. The funny part is off camera, there's another stack to the other side of the room. Um... But I've got a disarray on the floor of boxes I haven't organized yet in this toy room, which would include straightening up those shelves. There's some more shelf. There's another shelf on the other side wall where I was going to put some toys on. I've just never really gotten around to doing it. So if I can't find something in here, it might be a week till I find it. <laughs> the rest of the place is really nice. This is the room that's everything's in and it kind of closes in on you. <laughs> but let me, let's go to the Q and a portion. Now, the Q&A questions an awesome part of being awesome. That thread where you ask those questions are is exclusive to the Talk Transformers Facebook group. Now, if 
You guys have been listening to Being Awesome. You guys hear me talk about it so very much. And I'm telling you right now, you should join. But, yeah, Tall Transformers is the absolute best message form on the Internet. And, like I said, the Internet is full of people like you. And no one's even bothered correcting me because they end up joining and having a ball. So, search up on Facebook's Tall Transformers and join it. And when I pop up those threads, you can submit one. You can submit to the thread. I mean, that's if you don't contact me. Off. <laughs> thread and ask me something, but you guys know what I'm talking about. This week's question comes from my main man, Chris Sixshot Perry. Now, Sixshot is like YouTube reviews, and he has his own podcast called Transformers and such. So you should really check out his stuff. I think, I think he just oh, is that Sixshot, but it's Chris Sixshot Perry. If you search him, you know you'll find him. Chris asks, in your view. Which is the correct scale vehicle mode as the baseline for ma- as the baseline or mass shifting? Huh. Um. I don't. I don't think there is a correct one. You know, I'll I'll, I'll tell everyone right now, and I've said it a million times. I, I don't care about scale. I really don't. But I know a lot of people really do. And the thing is, I don't think there's any correct scale in Transformers. I just don't think there is. And the reason I'm saying is, like, the cartoon can't even keep up with scale. The cartoon can't even keep up with scale because with stale scale because you look at no matter what cartoon, sometimes some dudes are a little bigger than they are uh, in other episodes. You know, I know uh, a lot of the more modern masterpieces. Uh, they stick to a closer scale. I mean, the Bumblebee's MP10 and, you know, the cars and stuff. And uh, the regular toys, eh, kind of all over the maps. So there's not really much of a scale that's correct. I would say the closest, and when I say closest, it's a very big <laughs> range of disbelief, uh, you have to really suspend your disbelief to make it work, is the current legend scale figures. And when I say current as in the, we were calling them commanders, and now, and the ones we were calling legends are now legions, but sometimes the new legends are called commanders still, and sometimes the legions are called legends. So, you know, those small guys used to come with a little guy, and now they, Sometimes do or don't come with a little guy. Those guys. <laughs> um, the, 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 the Titan Metroplex was intended to serve as a playset for those guys. And I'm pretty sure uh, the upcoming Fortress Maximus Titan, set, Titan as well as the uh, Trypticon that will come out uh, from the fan vote, I'm sure those will be to scale with Legends. And so if we're working for a city bot with... Well, the Legend class guys, and probably even the Legion ones, that's about as close to scale as I think it would get to accurate. The reason I say it's not exact, and that's because you have, like, a Legion Megatron turns into a tank. And there's both a Legion-sized and Legend Commander, larger little guy-sized Starstream. And the F-14 jet is a whole lot bigger than a semi-truck. <laughs> so... And be quite honest with you, it it probably it, 
be really big. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that it would be as big as the city, but like one of those roadways, it'd at least be as long as that. So, yeah, I think the legends really are, Legend Legion class really are the closest we come to scale, and that's with a suspension of disbelief added into the mix. Now, in uh, in G1, Metroplex and uh, Trypticon and stuff were to scale with mini-bots. And once again, that was with a suspension of disbelief, because Warpath would be quite bigger than a Porsche, you know? And even then, pushing around a little mini-bot on the little ramps and roads, you're like, wow, this is a small city, it's like a... It's not even like a parking garage, you know, like it's just enough room for the car to go up and down on things. So that that's that's pretty close too. Now the micromaster bases, um, those are pretty to scale. But they're only pretty to scale with micromasters. And depending on which uh fiction you read, read or watch, micromasters you know a regular, say, Prowl, a regular Autobot car would turn into a car the size of the one you get in to go to work in. Um, a MicroMaster, now I've seen some fictional uh, instances where they turn into a car the size of a normal car and then they shrunk down to a robot, to a tiny little robot. But most instances I've seen of them, they turn into a car about the size of a remote control car or whatever. You know what I mean? So... I don't know. They're probably only really to scale themselves, but those base playsets that were all over in the MicroMaster era of the G1 timeline, so confusing to say these things, but when MicroMasters were going on, those base playsets were pretty much to scale. You know, everything pretty much fit. Now, you could argue that, like, I forget its name, I think Skyhopper, the helicopter playset, why is this helicopter? I mean, it's big enough so the guys can get in and drive it around. But you're like, how big is this helicopter? How big is it? I was going to do Jerry Seinfeld, but I just don't have it in me right now. Because you'd say, okay, if a MicroMaster is about the size of a human, this helicopter would be the size of a normal helicopter. But it's bigger than my Optimus Prime toy. Scale doesn't really work in Transformer toys. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Uh, you can kind of squint and look at the stuff and say, well, that works. I mean, you just kind of, oh, yeah, 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 maybe. But it's one of those things where, like, if you think about it too hard, you're like, yeah, that's not going to work. You know, these things are, as much as we like to pattern ourselves on the back, the majority of them were made as toys first. <laughs> You know, they're just like, yeah, it's something fun to play with. You know, don't think about it too hard. That's why Bruticus has a space shuttle for an arm that doesn't crush the rest of Bruticus, you know. Why isn't the space shuttle the middle body component? And then it still would be unrealistic, but at least it would make a little more sense. You know, it's best not to really think about a lot of these things. And I'm not telling you, just, just look the other way or something. I'm just saying, toys don't always make sense. And even, like, say, a masterpiece or a higher price collector aimed a toy, it's still made as a toy first, you know. So they don't, that doesn't always even scale up perfectly, you know. Because, you know, Bumblebee's made to scale, 
thanks to the Autobot cars and I guess the MP10 Optimus. But I can put my prowl in his fair is a fair lady Z. Yeah, it's the name of the car next to the Bumblebee Volkswagen. I'm like, no, nah, bugs a little bigger than that. <laughs> you know, it's still not perfect. So I hope that answered your question, Chris. Six shot. Um, and thanks for it. And once again, everybody, if you want to submit a question or whatever, that Q&A thread pops up on Talk Transformers every so often. So please join. And while you're there, you can straight send me a message with a question if you want, if you don't want to wait for the thread. Um, and that'd be cool. I'll put it in line in the queue. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, just like to thank everyone for listening. And Being Awesome is part of the Radio Free Cybertron Network. You can find me and all the other shows at tfradio.net for shows and showtimes. I'm running out of breath again. This is getting frustrating. <laughs> um, uh, Being Awesome is available Facebook and YouTube in video format and everywhere on the Internet in MP3 audio <laughs> format. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, download off the site, you name it. While you're on our site checking out our shows and showtimes, please go through our Amazon links next time you need to buy something through Amazon. It's an easy way to support the network, basically help us cover our expenses for operating this behemoth without you paying anything extra. I mean, I got to buy an HDMI switch for my TV. You know, one of those, because like the TV in our living room has like, I think two HDMI things. The cable box goes to one of them. And the other one's for video game machines. And right now we're swapping the cord if we want to play the Wii U or the PS4 or the Xbox, you know. So I need to buy one of those switches where I can just push one, two, or three. And I won't buy a thing off Amazon. <clears throat> you know. And so I could go through our link, through our Amazon links, search it up, buy it, and pay anything extra, and it helps support the site. You know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's what we're asking for if you're helping. We'd really appreciate it if you could do that. Um, I'm Rob. You can find me everywhere, your Twitters, you know, your Instagrams and so on, at RoboRobSpringer. And also, I've started a new blog up. You know, I was saying before I was using Tumblr for a blog, and I've kind of gotten a little lax on it and started using Instagram in the place of it, and my Instagram just kind of cross-posts to Tumblr. Well, I still want to kind of write stuff every once in a while, but I wanted a little more direction. So I started up a blog where I got it under the guise of me reviewing things, but it's really me just telling you about whatever's on my mind to tell you about. Like, uh, the first century is where I bought the new Snickers Crisper, and I just wanted to talk about it for a minute. So that's Rob Reviews. Uh, you can find it at reviewrob.blogspot.com. Uh, yeah, it would be great if you guys could check it out. Well, thanks a lot for everyone listening, and I'll see you guys next time. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. 